If you ever told yourself that you wish you had a better memory or could learn information faster, you came to the right place. This is the Memory Talk Podcast. What's going on? Johnny here. On this episode, I want to talk about why memory palaces aren't the go-to method. They're not always effective or efficient when learning information, but people think they are. People want to use memory palaces all the time, and it really doesn't make any sense because there are two questions you really have to ask yourself at the end of the day. How do you need to use the information, like apply it, or how are you going to be quizzed on the information? Those two things dictate how the information should be learned. But people think memory palaces work regardless of those questions, you know, regardless of the information. Memory palaces are the best, but it's not really true. So I taught you a method on how to memorize names. It was the image image to the face method. You change the name into an image, find characteristic on the person's face, attach the image to the characteristic with a little story. Boom, you're good. Now imagine trying to use a memory palace. Now it doesn't really make sense because a memory palace keeps order, right? You know that you need this information specifically and so a palace holds that for you. You know exactly where that palace is. You just think about it, boom, it pops up to your mind. But when you memorize names, you're not really sure when you're going to see that person again. It might be tomorrow, might be two weeks, whenever. And so that randomness is a cue to let you know, hey, a memory palace is not the best method here. The story method is. So the image to the face method is a variation of the story method, right? Because you make a little story. And so the correct technique to be using in this instance is the image to the face method over a memory palace because it's random. You're not sure when that person is going to pop up again. Even when I do competition training, those names and faces don't pop up, or I guess the faces don't pop up in the same order that I memorize them. They're randomly spread out. And so for me, it's easier just to attach all the information I need on the person's face. So when I see that person again, ah, I got their name again. I don't have to go to a palace to try to find it. And so there's a case where a memory palace just makes it a lot more complicated than it actually is. And so you really do have to pay attention to what you're doing with information and how it actually appears. So when I learned the periodic table of elements, I had to create 118 different locations. Now, creating all those locations was the hardest part of learning all of the elements. But here's the thing. If you don't have any memory palaces, you can't learn anything with a palace. So that's a limiting factor. Now, when I was creating all these palaces, it was so long. I was like, man... I really know this method is the right method to use in this situation, but it's just so long and tedious trying to create all these locations I need. And so I got really bored trying to come up with all these different locations, you know, trying to find all the perfect ones. But what happens is if you're trying to learn something like a thousand trivia questions, guess what? You have to create a thousand locations if you want to use a memory palace. And that is a pain and will take forever, right? And so the memory palace allows you to know where information is and you're able to access it whenever you want. You know, with the name method that I just gave you and just um, you know, talked about, you're not really able to review it because that person is the trigger, right? Their face is the trigger. But if you had all the information in the palace, you could always review that information by going to the palace. And so, you know, when you have something like that, it's kind of tempting to put everything into a palace because you know exactly where it is. But a thousand trivia questions and you need a thousand locations, you're be 
creating a lot, a lot of locations and you might have repeats and you don't even know if they're going to work or not because you have to put all those questions into the palace to start seeing, okay, I'm able to keep track of all those questions. I'm not. There's too many similarities, too many similar locations. All these problems might arise. And so the downside, the main downside of a memory palace is that you have to have a memory palace. You can't really create one on the spot because that means you have to either use your surroundings and that's it. Because creating one in your head, you know, imaginary, trying to make it work as you're trying to learn, that's just too much to juggle. And so I have nothing against the memory palace method. It's just that people don't realize how much more work it actually goes into using it. It's not something that's very simple like, oh, I'm going to use the memory palace. You have none. It stops there. Boom. You have to move on to something else. And if that's all you rely on is using a memory palace and you ever come across a time when you can't use one, then you're kind of confused on how to learn that information because you never taught yourself how to learn something without a palace. And so I just want you to realize this, that if you fall into this category of always wanting to use a memory palace, you're going to have some problems ahead of you, especially when it comes to learning information and creating all these different palaces, keep on the, the location of palaces in order. So do me a favor, expand your memory skill outside of memory palaces. Learn as many techniques as possible. Master as many as possible because when you do that, regardless of what you have at hand, whatever information is, you'll be able to learn it regardless if you have a memory palace or not. That is what you should be aiming for, not relying on just a memory palace. If you want to learn more memory techniques, get your free memory program. The link is going to be in the episode description and the podcast description. Also, if you haven't subscribed to my podcast yet, subscribe, share it with everyone, and if you have a minute, I would greatly appreciate it if you left me a review. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next time.